If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's basically free. The creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, so before we get started with this episode, I'd like to address the current events happening in the world. Um, I want to say rest in peace to those affected in Atlanta and in Boulder. Um, Just because this podcast talks about people and their stories and everything else, we value everyone's stories. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, we really do not tolerate and deal with people that discriminate or have any malice or intend to harm anyone else. So there is a huge difference between opinion and discrimination and hate. We like to agree and we like to have subtle arguments and differences when it comes to things. And that's okay to discuss here on this podcast. But as for everything else, no, nothing like that. So with that being said, thank you. And we're going to start the show. Hey guys, I'm back with an episode. Uh, I apologize in advance. I know it's a month late and I know I've been seeing my numbers have been dropping, which is understandable since I'm not recording as often as I really should. So yeah, there goes me keeping my promise or at least attempting to try this New Year's resolution into putting more effort and time into recording episodes and content for this podcast. So yeah, good job, Nate. Pat myself on the back, you know, being a smart ass, but I'm back with an episode. It's just a solo one right now. Um, Alex is out working, and I am currently just at home. So I figured, hey, why not? Might as well record some stuff and, you know, see how it turns out. Um, yeah, man, I've had that very, very first high and low being a parent. And what I mean by that is, um, I just, I've experienced the highs of like watching her grow up completely and just become into this person and have a personality now, um, with her being 18 months now, she just turned 18 months on the 28th of this month. So she's just full of sass and has class full of sass and just doesn't put up with nothing. Um, it's kind of funny just to see all the quirks and everything else that she does here and there. You know what I mean? Um, I want to say in February, last month actually, we attended our very first daddy-daughter dance, which that was something all in itself. I didn't know how she was going to react. I didn't know how to dress, what the environment was going to be like or anything else, but um, we enjoyed it. You know, I happened to be one of the the youngest dad there, which was kind of odd. You know, I don't like the spotlight being put on me. And they're like, oh, well... We kind of have a little quiz here. Who's the youngest dad here and who's the oldest dad? I'm not really given the age of the oldest dad there, but just to be the youngest dad there was just a little shock, in my opinion. We got it all dressed up to the nines. She was dressed up in her little tie-dye uh, dress. I got dressed up, which I usually don't get dressed up at all because I'm just like, yeah, 
I'm more of a shorts and tank top kind of guy, but you know, it's for that night. So I'll do anything for it. And I really feel comfortable dressing up, but you know, you got to get nice every once in a while. So we ended up going little gathering to this dance. Uh, she was a little reluctant at first, you know, which is kind of normal for anybody. If you don't know people around you or new people, or strange people, you're going to be a little hesitant to go out and, you know, just say hi and everything else. But she was clinging to my leg, but as the night got on and, you know, she started to see all the other girls in her dad's dance and saw some of her teachers at her school, she wound up being the freaking the star of the show that night. She ended up clearing out the dance floor. They cleared out the dance floor for her, and she was running around, spinning around, twirling, her dress all, like, flamed out. She had a great time. It was all in, like, decked out neon colors and everything else, so... She had a blast, and I don't know what it is, but she just wanted to pretend like she was working on baseball slides the whole night, too, and thank goodness it happened to be carpet in the room that we were in because, oh, my God, that girl was slipping and sliding head first like she was trying to steal home the whole night. But she had a blast. You know, at the end of the night, she became, like I said, the star of the show. She ended up out dancing everybody and put me to rest. And since we came home that night, after having a great time, she was up until, I want to say, 10, 30, 11 o'clock that night. Luckily, it was like Friday night. She was up the whole night. By the time I got home, I got out of my clothes. I was done. I'm like, all right, Riley, you beat daddy. It's You beat daddy. You outlasted daddy. Now let's go to bed. Hey guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, did it handle Riley a little bit? She wanted to, you know, chime in and let us know how she felt about that night. But yeah, she had a good time. So that happened to be the high point over the time. Well, well the first high point. Um, now comes the low point. And honestly, I want to sit here and apologize to both my parents in advance. Um, this happens to be the worst part you know, of being a parent. When your child ends up being sick and you do all the things you possibly can to help them out, but yet you also feel defeated knowing that you've done everything you can possible. Now you just have to wait for them to recover and feel better. Um, you know, she, the last three weeks have been a little rough because she's felt ill. Um, I want to say... Not last Thursday, but the previous the f- previous Thursday, she had ran a fever of like 101, 102 um, at school. So the following day, she obviously stood home from school. I took her to the PEDS office or pediatrician's office. Um, she got tested for COVID. Um, she ended up testing negative, thank goodness. But we also got her tested for the flu and that came back positive. So over the weekend, you know, we managed to beat the flu, get everything situated, gave her some, you know, medication and knocked out the flu. Sunday night comes around. Not Sunday night. I apologize. Sunday afternoon comes around. Um, Alex happens to be coming back from the store and then sees Riley. She sees Riley crying, whatever, and looks in her mouth and looks at me and states, when did these blisters start to form up on her mouth? 
And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? So back to pediatric office we go that Sunday night. Turns out we get her tested again for COVID. That's negative. We also go and get those blisters and everything else looked out in her mouth. Turns out she ends up developing hand, foot, and mouth. Now, for those who don't know what hand, foot, and mouth is, any kid or kids that go to school or around other kids or whatnot, you know, kids are going to be kids. They're not at that age, you know, yet to understand, oh, not to put your dirty hands and germs and everything else in your mouth. Um, and it's a common thing. She ended up getting hand, foot, and mouth, you know, having her hands, and grubby hands, and dirty hands, and everything else. And first thing they do is put the fingers in their mouth. So that whole week she was off from school, and I'm very fortunate to my job and where I work. They allowed me to have that week off, you know, to help her feel better that whole week. Um, she eventually ended up kicking that by the end of the weekend, but it just bothered me knowing, like, it sucks, you know. You give them all the antibodies and you don't give them antibodies. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. You give them all the medications. You know, you follow the doctor's orders, make sure they get this, that, and the whole nine yards. But just to see how she acted and her whole face just being flushed from being sick and knowing that, like, you just feel so bad for a little person, a little body, just to see them feeling so ill and not their normal selves and Thank God she didn't lose her appetite and she kept her appetite and she was able to stay hydrated the whole time. But it's just, I don't know. You feel defeated as a parent. You worry, you lose sleep at night, making sure she's okay, make sure her fever doesn't go up again. It's just, it's a lot. It is really a lot. Now that I'm older now and I'm an adult and, you know, I have a kid of my own, now I can finally realize and be like, damn, my parents were right and they have every right to worry now. Even as an adult, I know my parents still worry about me, and now I finally understand it. You're always, as a parent, you're always, no matter how old your kid gets, you're always going to worry about your kids, man. And that happened to be the biggest concern. That not, I felt like that was the lowest point I've had so far. Fingers crossed, you know. It was a low point, but we got past it now, and everything's a-okay, and we're good to go. Um you know, and it's another thing, too, you know, now that just being a parent, I just don't really take time to myself. And I just really feel like and I feel like, OK, yeah, I don't mind doing things. And it's just it's a discussion me and my wife have actually had. You know, she's like, well, you know, you're always coming home and you're doing X, Y and Z. You know, you need to really take time to yourself. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I kind of do take time to myself when I just, you know, come home, I'll unwind shower then go get riley you know just come home watch a little bit tv shower and then go get riley from school and then come back home and do our thing and she's just like no that's not what i mean she's like you need to call up your friends and do this and that and just hang out go do something for yourself i'm like okay i understand i see where she's coming from you know you don't you don't want to get into just a constant routine to where you're just like all right what am i doing now you know what i mean to where you get bored and you're stressed out and you're thinking to yourself, well, damn, here I am doing all these things, but yet I'm not making time for myself like she just told me to. Um, so I want to say last Saturday I went out to go watch UFC fights. And, you know, mind you, mine, Riley had just recovered from being sick and everything else and whatnot. My wife was home. She had just worked all day that Saturday. 
and she got home at like 7 30 7 45 ish and she's like oh okay you know go have fun go out and have fun to the guys that said hello I'm thinking myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. So I get to the place around 8.15, 8.30. Place is okay. It's not too, too packed or whatnot. Hang out with a couple friends that, you know, I haven't seen in a minute, you know. Just get out the house. And we're playing pool, this, that, and the whole nine yards. I have one or two drinks and whatnot. And I'm just sitting there and I'm watching you know, now mentally, I'm thinking to myself, mentally, I'm still at home. I'm thinking about, okay, my wife's at home. She just had a long day at work. My daughter's still kind of recovering from being sick, you know. Uh, you know, mentally, I'm just not there. Physically, I'm there, and I'm trying to have a good time. But mentally, my mental is just, it's home. I just don't have that feeling or don't have that urge anymore. You know, and it's kind of sad, but also at the same time, it's not sad, but it's like a little odd, especially around my age. I'm not even 30 yet, and I have this, like, homebody mentality, but I also realize, and I think to myself, okay, your responsibilities have changed. You just don't – you can't just up and leave and go out and do things anymore, you know what I mean? Reality is kind of set in. You've got other priorities and responsibilities you need to worry about. And I pretty much – I stood for not even an hour, two. Um I left around like 10, 10.30, came straight back home, and then I just was in for the night. My wife was kind of shocked to see me back so early. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm not really – that's not really my style anymore. It's just to be out. I was never like that to begin with, but, you know, it was like, oh, well, now I just don't feel like I need to go anywhere. Once I get home, I get home. I just – I get home. I enjoy my house. I enjoy my wife. I enjoy my daughter. You know, I don't really feel like, oh, hey, what's going on this weekend or who's going out? Especially with the pandemic going on, you know, I just, I'm thinking to myself, like, do I really, really need to go out? You know what I mean? It would be nice, yes, every once in a while, but at the same time, I'm not trying to run that risk either, you know. There's that potential of, oh, possibly being sick, even though we're getting vaccines caught up and everybody's getting vaccinated. I'm still thinking to myself, I'm like, I really just don't want to run that risk at all, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's just me. I'm more of the person that, like I said, I'm more homebody and homebound now. I'd rather just come home, hang out with my daughter, watch her learn things, you know, sit and watch her shows like Muppet Babies or like Tots. She's been on those lately. So I don't mind sitting and watching her learn things and just watching her expand her vocabulary and watching her learn about things. And I'd rather just, that's my entertainment, you know what I mean? Not to say that it's a negative thing always being out and about, but just, like I said, as I've gotten older and, like, just having a family, having a kid now, I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow, honestly, just my whole world's changed, and it's for the better. So I just, that's my main focus and whatnot. I'm just more of a person just to be like, okay, you guys go ahead, have fun, you know, and I just don't recover <laughs> as easy anymore. You know what I mean? When I do go out, I sleep in a lot later now. It's kind of hard to, but I try to sleep in a lot later if I do go out the previous night, but it just doesn't always work out. So I've kind of just nipped that in the butt now, and I was like, all right, you know, this is, I'm done doing this now. I'd rather just be home, so. But 
I think what I'm going to do is cut this episode a little bit short. I got a couple things I got to do. Um, if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at official oh at Off Waves Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Waves Pod. That's W A V E S S Pod. Um, I was just recently on another podcast, uh, Cerebral, Cerebral Palsy and Fitness. Uh, this is my friend David's podcast, so go check out that episode and go check out his stuff. He's been killing it lately, so I appreciate if you go show him some love. Um, if you have any questions or you want to, you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can uh, email the podcast at wavespodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're eventually going to make this into a visual podcast as well. Um, we're on, we're going to be going on Twitch. Twitch TV slash uh, Off Waves Pod. It's again O F F W A V S Pod. Um, and somewhere down the line, I want to make it to where we also are on YouTube as well. So, um, yeah, guys, hopefully, this has been a good episode. Let me know, like, share, subscribe, and rate. And I'll see you guys in the other one. Peace.